Hello and welcome to I Heard It On A Podcast, our little corner of the Wild West. We're back. Yeehaw. 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 Um, I just want to say Oga for Oga and Tan for Tan. And that one's then kind of melodic. move on. Because, no, it means uh, eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. I'm so green at this podcast, I forgot to mute my laptop. <laughs> so sorry. That's a noob mistake. What a noob. We're basically just noobs all over again here. Um, but yeah, we're back. We're back after like more than three months. Uh, and uh, we'll explain why later in this episode, yeah. why we took a little break, yeah. what's been going on in our lives, yeah. what you've missed. If you don't know us personally, then uh, this is what that podcast is going to do. Yeah, it's going to make us best friends, even though we might not know you at all. <laughs> yeah. But you should just email us and then we'll know you better. So yeah, just prefacing we'll that reply, later. Probably. But yeah, I don't even have the login for that so that's kind of on you at this point um okay so <clears throat> excuse me um i want to talk about how i almost died today this story is fresh it's like hot off the presses great um like within the past two hours of this recording happening i feel like you have a high precedent to set though because we have like months and months of good stories and things that have happened to us so it can this uh. Can this live up to that expectation? Compared to everything else that's happened in the past couple months, no. But it's the most recent thing. So but I'm to be fair, it. this whole podcast episode will be stories. Yeah. So let's yeah. get one so started with we'll just begin. a regular yeah. everyday event. Yeah, almost dying. So I almost died today. <laughs> um, when I am driving home from work, the last like turn I make into my neighborhood is like a left turn, but it's on a major street that like is not a protect. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> this is gonna be fun to listen to because wow. I've been sick for like a month, so That's apologies. Part of it. Um, but it's like not a protected left turn, and so you can't like there's no light, there's no stop sign, and there's no like turn lane, so you're just like in the left lane of traffic, mm -hmm. like waiting to turn. And I've had a couple of like close calls there before, but like nothing that's like been like super close. Um, but tonight I was like on my way home and I like got in the left lane. And I was, like, getting ready to start slowing down to turn. And there was, like, a semi-truck behind me. And he didn't see that I was, like, stopping or turning, I guess, because he, like, kept cruising. Probably doing, like, 50 on this road. Uh. Um, and so I'm, like, slowed down to the point of, like, I'm probably going, like, 20 because I'm about to turn. And thankfully there was no one, like, there coming, like, in oncoming to, like, uh -huh. block me from turning. <clears throat> but he's, like, coming up on me really fast. And I'm kind of, like getting to the point where I'm like, am I going to like jump over into like the oncoming lane and like take the turn way too fast? Or am I going to so like, you're looking at this happening in your yeah. rear view mirror. Cause I always like that turn. I never look like in front of me. I'm always just like seeing if someone's going to like crash into me. Yeah. And this dude's like not stopping. So I'm like, should I gun it? Like, and try to like get out and hope he doesn't hit me or should I like risk roll in the Jeep and like going around the corner way too fast. Cause I was still going like, you know, 2025, 20, which is fast enough to roll it, hitting a little bump into the neighborhood. Mm hmm. And so I was like trying to figure that out and like split second. And then like he slams on his brakes like so hard, like in the rearview mirror, I can see like the truck lurch and I hear like all the tires like sliding, like squealing. And he like fishtails a little bit like into the other lane and like, like was really freaking close to hit. He was probably like, you know, six feet away from the back of my car or whatever. What do you think he was doing? I don't know. I just don't know if he like had zoned out or something. Or, like, didn't see me turning, like, didn't see my turn signal, didn't see me slowing down. That's so weird. But it was, like, terrifying. And I, like, was a little bit, like, kind of on edge. And I was, like, a little, like, shaken, you know, a little, like, antsy or whatever when mm -hmm. I got home. And so, yeah, 
I almost died tonight because of a, a semi trucking. Well, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, me too. And those dang trucks will those get dang you. Trucks. Riley's uh, struggling with his mic over here. It doesn't want to stay up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the story of tonight. I'm thinking. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna take a minute to get back in the swing yeah. of things. I think. Forgive the technical difficulties. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Well. <clears throat> Uh-huh. This is great. What a audio fun episode we have here. Um, but speaking of other fun things in life, how about those gas prices, though? They are uh, insane that's, at this that's point. That's one way to phrase it. Um, I saw an article that said, this was a couple days ago, so it's not like super current, but it said that like for the first time in a long time, or maybe ever, like the average gas price like between all of the 50 states was over $5 a gallon. Which is, like, a lot. Like, I remember, like, my parents and, like, everyone complaining about, like, $4 a gallon gas, like, back in the recession or whatever. And I guess there's, like, inflation, but, like, still, like, it's expensive. Um, It wasn't that long ago that gas was, like, under 250. Yeah, well, like, during COVID, I think, like, there's a point where some people with, like, fuel discounts from, like, King Supers or whatever... Uh-huh. We're getting like under a dollar a yeah. gallon. Like I saw yeah. some people post on Instagram like ninety seven cents a gallon or whatever. Yeah. So should have stocked up then, I guess. But here we are. <laughs> Saved like hundreds of gallons yeah. of gas. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like, does gas expire? It goes bad. Yeah. You have okay. to like stabilize it if you're gonna store it for a long period of time. Um, okay. Because it kind of like breaks down or whatever. Becomes <laughs> a bomb. Um, yeah. No, it just becomes like weird, like varnish or something like (laughs) lacquer remover basically uh way less flammable and that's why like if you like leave a car sitting for too long it can like ruin the whole fuel like system because it just like gunks up and like becomes Mm. not flammable and it can't burn anymore but that's you know neither here nor there i guess because we're talking about gas prices and i'm curious like have you made any lifestyle changes to compensate with gas because like for us here gas is what like 470 a gallon maybe on average yeah and i mean where i live it's a little more uh bougie a little more expensive and i'm shocked at how much it varies between like there's there's within one city there's like a 50 or 50 cent range so i like i wouldn't say i'm adjusting my life that much but i am willing to drive like five miles to sure like save 20 30 cents on per the gallon yeah i drove almost out of city limits the other day to save like 20 cents on the gallon yeah versus where i would normally go which is just like a half mile away from my house so that's not a huge difference but i'm not as loyal to like normally we would always go to like king supers which is where we have points like reward points for buying groceries but that doesn't like even like those 20 cents off doesn't necessarily beat if you just like are willing to drive out of town a little bit so i don't know that's maybe the main thing i've changed in my life but i because i work from home right now i drive it pretty infrequently and my car is a hybrid so i get like usually at least 40 miles to the gallon which is really nice yeah that's pretty legit so um I'm it's it's a bummer but it's definitely not like 
uh affecting me that yeah. much it kind of sounds like you're probably like one of the least affected people then at that yeah point. definitely <laughs> a person with a hybrid car who works, works from, from home, home yeah is not affected that much <laughs> that's nice well i don't work from home and i drive a jeep so <laughs> yeah um i like haven't filled up since things like spiked a lot like last time i filled up i think it was like 4 11 or something like that oh good for you and that was still like you know expensive like it was it felt expensive, it felt at, expensive the time. at the time yeah because i think i probably spent like oh how much would i have spent 70 or 80 bucks to fill the tank um and now how many be, gallons does your it car holds hold 19 gallons oh. so um which is like and you have to know that because your thing doesn't work right it works the thing to stop it, it the stopper doesn't yeah the stopper doesn't work so like i have to like listen to where the gas is in the tank so it doesn't just like that's keep so funny pouring to me. Out. it sounds so dangerous but it's funny to me yeah i mean i handle it so it's fine it's safe um but yeah so i haven't filled up since then and i'm like i was telling riley this earlier but i'm like on fumes like i the fuel light came on last night and i was like oh i don't have time so i just drove home from work and then it was still in this morning, but I was late. So I was like, oh, I don't have time. So I just went to work. And then again, it was super low. Like, it's it's been miles. I think, like, I, I've i driven before, like, 25-ish miles on the fuel light before it starts to, like, kind of, like, shudder a little bit and not super, like, be happy. And so I've, I'd probably done, like, 20, 22 miles at that point, like, at mm. this point, And I still haven't filled up. And Are so, you going for a record? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to run out of gas somewhere, I guess. But I'm like, I'm at the point where I'm like, it's at this price, it's going to cost like, what would that be? Like $110 maybe to fill it up, a hundred bucks. Um, yeah. and that's like, a lot that's of money. That's a lot. And like, that'll get me 200 miles because like the Jeep is so fuel inefficient. Yeah. So I'm at the point where it's like, well, I'm paying like a dollar every two miles. Like, it cost me, like, $4 to get to work. So, what are you going to do? So, that's that's what I'm trying to decide. And I've been, like, contemplating, like, should I get my bike out and, like, fix my bike up? What about your other car? Uh, what? I do, yeah. Emily does have her car. And her car is very fuel efficient. It gets, like, high 20s, low 30s. So, much better compared to the Jeep. Yeah. Um, but the issue is, like, Cohen can't fit into the Jeep with his car seat. Oh, uh, yeah. And Emily can't drive stick. And so, like, if I left the Jeep at home and she needed to, like, go somewhere for an emergency or whatever, she wouldn't be able to. I hear a uh, episode coming up about Riley convinces Isaiah to get a reasonable uh, car. <laughs> I have been tempted. And if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, you'll know that I've been tempted to get a Ford Lightning since the day it was announced. Of course. And, like, I don't, <clears throat> I don't have any, like, notion that buying a $50,000 electric truck would be paid off because it's saving on gas. Like, I know that's just fully no. unreasonable. But, like, it makes it more attractive right now. <laughs> so, but, yeah, we'll see. Well, that that could be a good podcast, and I very well might be convinced. I'm, like, never going to get rid of the Jeep, but, like, I might not drive it as a daily because it's very, like, impractical as a family car and as a commuter. It's a tough sell right now, and you only commute, like, what, four miles? Four or five miles, yeah. yeah. So think that's like i'm thankful for that because otherwise it would be so expensive to like do anything yeah um but yeah i've thought about like dusting off the old bike and like doing some biking but it's been so hot too 
and there's no place for me to shower at work that I would just be disgusting all day. Well, June 22nd is National Bike to Work Day, so you should uh, at least try it that one day. Okay, I can do that. And it's downhill. I can bike to work and have <laughs> someone take me home. <laughs> yeah, you could get a ride. So yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. You should, like, carpool. I could carpool. Well, I could carpool. Uh, Joe, like bought an electric bike i don't know if you know that <laughs> really? and we're just basically making joe part of this podcast and sharing his life too i guess <laughs> yeah. hope that's okay joe but, he's like uh, a unspoken guest yeah basically um but he got an electric bike because like he wasn't liking fueling or whatever so he rides that most days to work so i can't ride home with him really or, like, carpool with him what about like uh <clears throat> get those uh pegs that you put in between the spokes of the of the uh bike and then uh-huh. you stand and on, I just ride on the back that <laughs> yeah. could work i can see that well he also lives like not uh, in the same yeah. direction as me anymore uh, so yeah he would have to it's not come that out of his way. you could you could do like a bus system like he drops you off kind of on like the corner that's uh-huh. kind of near and then i would just walk you just walk the, the rest yeah i could also just <laughs> bike it's not <laughs> that big of a deal i guess uh, um but what's probably actually going to happen is i'm just going to go get gas tomorrow and and suck it suck up. it up yeah because i'll just like drive as little as possible and try to i mean it sucks but like thankfully i don't have to drive that far for work so so that's where i'm at with the gas stuff but yeah i don't know i've also like considered like finding like a prius for like two thousand dollars like a super beat to crap like old prius and like having a super like efficient cheap commuter car but I don't know if I could, like, live with myself if I owned a Prius. We'd have to do some math, though, on, like, if, like, w- what kind of mileage the Prius gets. Yeah. And how many gallons of gas you'd have to buy for that to pay itself yeah. off, assuming that it was $2,000. Yeah. Like, how long would gas. you have to drive? Yeah. To, yeah. Because gas is high right now, but it's still really only, like, a, da- a dollar more than what we were paying yeah. a year ago. Yeah. So... How many times do you fill up before you pay two thousand extra dollars? Totally. And does that really worth paying for like yeah. an extra car and that extra insurance totally. and all that other stuff? So My I guess think, is no. I think the smart thing would be to just like copy Joe and buy an electric bike for like seven hundred dollars, probably, and then just ride that everywhere and not buy gas because that would pay off in like I don't know eight weeks for me at this point probably. Yeah, and it's fun. And it is fun. Oh, oh, oh. we might have just convinced Isaiah to buy an electric bike. <laughs> The only problem is the electric bike only works in, in Colorado for like seven months. Unless you've got cojones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can ride your bike in the winter, but you have to e- either like drive on the street. You have to have a bike that's legal or you circumvent the legal system and drive yeah. on the street. Yeah. Or you have to live in a city that plows bike lanes, right. which like almost nowhere in America does yeah. that. Not even like portland yeah plows bike lanes so yeah. you know it's bad it's just, not even portland, yeah, not even does, portland it. does it i don't know i i mean i feel like gas is usually cheaper in the winter anyway like i'm pretty sure summer is like kind of the peak for the year in like normal times <clears throat> so i feel like i could like make it work almost get it like worthwhile like paid off like have it be worthwhile and then finish it like next year or whatever and like still save on gas um but yeah i don't i don't know i'll i'll mull it over i guess we'll update in a little while and a future episode we'll know if i got an electric bike or not okay (laughs) but yeah it's it's fun it's like i love the jeep but times like this it's just like ah it makes you think about being responsible for once (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay, well, what else do we want to talk about? Should we give some life updates on where yeah, we've been? Yeah, let's talk about what's what's been happening, why we are not, why we haven't been podcasting. Yeah. Um, so let's see. We stopped around the beginning of March, and um, since then, um, well, I got married. Woo! <laughs> yeah! If you listen to, like, any episodes leading up to that break you probably know that because i we talked, talked about, about it a lot. a lot it was great um but the wedding was great isaiah was there uh-huh. um and uh it went off pretty much perfectly it was my favorite day that's ever happened so far Aww. and um all the people that i love were there oh and um lauren loved it too and uh it was fun it was a good day yeah it was a blast and it was like a beautiful wedding and like everything went really smoothly and it was a fun time yeah and now you're married <laughs> and now i'm married and we went to cancun afterwards and spent a whole week just basically alternating between the beach and the pool and a bunch of restaurants and it was great living the dream definitely would recommend to a friend yeah <laughs> and you guys got to go for like a decent bit of time too right yeah we were there for seven nights yeah. i think so it was great nice it was very so, nice yeah it was a good time and we did lots of dancing too at the wedding yeah and the food was down. delicious yeah and yeah it was just all around if a good i'm day. gonna if we're gonna have a party like yeah. we're gonna have a party it was you a know? good party it was a good party yeah. for sure so <laughs> that was fun and like you guys had an open bar for a while which i like didn't know was gonna happen well yeah it, it kind of uh <coughs> i guess it was kind of unplanned we actually had like a bar credit mm-hmm. lauren did this um competition i guess on instagram that the venue was hosting where you have all of your friends like tag your favorite bride mm-hmm. in this photo and then the bride with the most tags won a 500 hundred dollar bar credit yeah and lauren won so this was like months before the wedding yeah. but we had that bar credit towards our bar and then something was also wrong with the um re- uh, like one of our uh, rehearsal space like the the house that we yeah. were getting ready in uh the bathroom was kind of met the downstairs bathroom wasn't working so yeah. they added a bar credit for that reason and um we were also like planning to just contribute some to the bar yeah. tab but all of those things compounded to make it so that we could have an open bar for like almost the whole night yeah so that was not what i was planning either but yeah. it just kind of worked out that yeah. way it was surprising like when i tried to pay and they were like oh no like these are like the free drinks or whatever i was like never had this before this is amazing <laughs> so yeah it was a great party you guys did a good job planning it i'm glad it was fun for you all yeah too. <laughs> but i'm also glad that it is done yes like it was really fun to do and it was a great experience for us to plan and we i think i i can say this and speak on lauren's behalf that we learned a lot about each other yeah, through the planning process totally. and we learned a lot about um learning to work with each other and like learning what's most important to uh be able to compromise or like say this is important to me or whatever but also just like remembering that this was really just all about a party yeah and to to be able to take those skills and apply them to more serious things later in life totally is a really good experience and i i don't blame people who don't have like a big extravagant wedding it's certainly a lot of hassle and a lot of expense for like one party yeah but 
that kind of uh, skills, I guess you could say, that we gained from the planning process and also um, what we learned about like our family dynamic and how our families relate to each other and that kind of thing was I'm I'm appreciative of that appreciative of that now in retrospect. Yeah. It was a little stressful in the moment. Totally. But <clears throat> I'm glad that we did that. Yeah. Still. It's good that you can have like a healthy like retrospective mindset on a lot of stuff. Yes. Which is nice. <laughs> Sweet. Well, let's see what else has been happening. I've been sick for like a long time. Yeah. I got like sick and i like almost thought it was covid because like it was like pretty bad it was worse than when i like actually had covid um and that was probably like oh when even was that i need to look at the calendar that was probably like a month ago i guess um yeah kind of like early mid-may um and like we all kind of got it like emily and Cohen and i all come all kind of got it and like I ended up getting, like, a really bad ear infection from it, and, like... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, like... That's because I, I got sick, like, on a Thursday and just kind of, like, went downhill until Sunday, and, like, on the Sunday after, like, I just had, like, a super high fever. Like, I had t- taken so much, like, Tylenol and ibuprofen, and, like, my fever wouldn't go down at all, and so I ended up going to urgent care because I was like, this isn't good. Like, I have a high fever. I can't get it to go away. They're like, oh, yeah, you've got a really bad ear infection. So I had to be on, like, antibiotics for a while. Hmm. And then I ended up getting pink eye from Cohen because Cohen had pink eye. I did so hear I that. got yeah. that while I was on antibiotics for my ear infection. And I, like, was still, like, I, so the weekends were the worst for me. And I was, like, really sick. And I, like, called out of work. But, like, during the week, I, like, felt pretty good. And I, like, wasn't contagious because I was on huh, antibiotics. Convenient. <laughs> so, yeah, wow, weird. Oh. But, like, I, like, would go into work and, like, I couldn't hear out of my right ear because, like, I had this really bad ear infection. And my left ear was kind of off, too, so I like, couldn't super hear out of that. And, like, both of my eyes are, like, barely able to open from having pink eye. And I just felt like I was being taken out by all these, like, infant diseases. Like, all these just baby diseases, like, They'll get were taking me out. Um, so did you, did the antibiotics that you were already on help with the pink eye? Or yes. Did, okay. Yeah. So I think I like had just gotten pink eye right before I started antibiotics and then it got really bad, but because I was already on antibiotics, it didn't last super long. It was just a couple of days or whatever, but that was fun. And then like, I ended up getting another like cold or flu type thing of some sort. And like, I got this cough and I've had this cough now for like several weeks. And so I like, I think last week was the first day, like I hadn't felt like sick in a month or whatever. So that was a a fun experience. And like, for Emily, like, it was hard, too, because, like, she was sick, and then, like, she was taking care of Cohen, and Cohen was sick, and it was, like, a lot of yeah. sickness and stuff like that, but we're all better now, so that's good. Um, what else has been happening? I don't know. Lots of just life stuff, I guess. Like, it's summer now, and I don't even know how it's summer uh, yeah, already. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, the middle of June. Like, the year's almost half over. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Um... And I feel like we should segue into our topic today, which is like summer activities and just kind of, I don't know, we're just going to broadly talk about summer activities. Like we're going to talk about some of our favorite summer things to do. We're going to talk about like some summer things we might want to try this year. And we might also make like a little uh, like goal list of stuff we want to accomplish this summer of like. You might say specific, a summer yeah, bucket a list. a summer bucket list, you might say. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about, like, what is your... 
at least for this year, like what is your favorite summer activity? Like what are you looking forward to the most this summer? Hmm. I would say I'm looking forward to camp camping. Camping? Nice. I got we got several good new camping things. Which we've already tried because Laura and I have been camping once. We went like maybe a month ago. I think it was over Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. that we went. And um, so we got to try out our new camp stove and our new cooler. And uh, we got one of those huge water jugs mm-hmm. that holds like seven gallons. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I mean, I like backpacking because... Oh. It feels very remote and rugged yeah. and it's easy to very much connect with nature. And yeah. I also like the minimalist packing kind of aspect of it. You only have to pack like one shirt basically. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of nice to what I would in my realm of glamping, which is like bringing a pillow yeah, and like having lots of fun food to, to yeah. eat and several different light sources and stuff like that. Like, I, I wouldn't go more glampy than that just because yeah. I still like the kind of roughing it and connecting yeah. with nature yeah. and pooping in a hole. But yeah. who doesn't? <laughs> That's just like everybody's favorite activity. Well, we usually if if it's at like a real campsite, yeah. it there's like an actual outhouse. It's discouraged to like poop in a hole. Right. Like especially right next to the since, road. Especially since a lot of animals can smell that. Yeah. It's uh not ideal yeah but hey it's fun yeah yeah it's it's a blast and like i feel like i haven't like gotten to do a lot of that kind of camping recently because like the whole having a child thing makes it difficult yeah and so we've definitely been like down the glamping road and like all of the overlanding stuff and all of that kind of stuff which we've talked about Mm -hmm. um but i would be keen to like do some like roughing it backpacking like very self-reliant very like light like lean and mean backpacking I could definitely yeah. get on board with some of that this summer. So you can include me in those plans if you'd okay. like to. Um, That'd be fun. I think like what I'm like oh, I'm excited for a lot of things this summer. Um camping's a huge one. Um I'm excited to like do like swimming and boating and stuff at like a lake. Like, where what where? I don't really know. I mean we have two kayaks, so that's kind of like yeah. an option for like like exercisey boating. Um, but I've like, we talked about this a long time ago. Yeah. I, don't know if I think it was last the, summer. Yeah. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but like we talked about buying a boat and I'm still like, I'm still pretty convinced on that. It's probably too late this summer to like have it be worth it or whatever, but I would love to have like a motorized boat that like you can take people out on and like go swimming and fishing and. Oh, it would absolutely be amazing. Uh, it would, yeah. it would be so cool. There's a couple of decent lakes, yeah. especially now between you, between us. Uh huh. Um, it's just like that, that's a level of wealth that neither of us are at right now. Yeah. And we're not really like getting towards anytime soon is like a buying a boat and B like storing and maintaining. Right. We could do it in like a pretty cheap way. Like we could buy a used one and learn boat maintenance probably ourselves, but that's like a really shoddy way to do it. And I'm guessing not a lot of people around here do that. Yeah. But it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it would be fun to like be able to 
take the boat out yeah. on weekends. But I think we did talk about this on the podcast. I, the main problem is you and I have like no days off right. in common. Yeah. So we couldn't ever be like, hey, this Saturday, let's go take the boat out. Right. Or this Thursday, let's go take right. the boat out. Those are days that one of us has off, right. but neither one of us ever has a day off together, totally. which is like one of the fundamental problems of our right. of our friendship. Right. Yeah, it makes it really difficult. And I think like hypothetical me like would love to buy a boat, but it kind of probably just makes more sense and is way more affordable to just like rent one on the occasions that we can actually like go out yeah, and use a boat. And it would be like <laughs> way the heck that's nicer. so easier <laughs> yeah it, it would be nicer yeah. and you could get a small one if you just have like us and our wives yeah or you could get a big one if we wanted to like 10 people yeah. and to pull like jet skis yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah hmm. so okay so i guess renting. But how much does it cost to rent a boat it's expensive but like compared to buying maintaining and storing a boat i think it would still be cheaper because like how many times are we really going to do that in a summer like four maybe yeah if we're like really into it so i feel like that'd be i don't know maybe a grand to do it four times maybe two grand yeah but um, if but if you had like four or five households pitch yeah. in it's just like an it's just like probably the cost of going to an amusement park yeah if it was like you know 200 bucks or like 100 bucks per person that's yeah. like that's a little more than an amusement park, but still. It's still, like, I think it's way more fun than an amusement park, way more relaxing. And that's, you know, subjective, but it's fun. So I think I could get on board with not buying a boat this summer. That sounds just... like a fun birthday thing to yeah. do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm trying to remember a time, because there was a time, I think it was for someone's birthday in my family, and then we rented, like, a pontoon and a bunch of jet skis. And that was like super fun, but it was also like expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's so, a that's a serious birthday party right yeah. there. So it could, that's a good birthday idea. And I mean, your birthday's in the middle of the summer coming that's up. That's true. So. My birthday is like the the ideal birthday for summer fun. Yeah, it's too bad that my favorite season is winter. Yeah, <laughs> oof, bummer. <laughs> but it's still a great time to have a good summer birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll look into renting a boat. Okay. Although we are going camping the weekend of my birthday. So nice. Probably. <laughs> I don't know yet. You could rent a boat on a camping trip. <laughs> hmm. Now there's an idea. There's an idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's see. What else? That's like probably the biggest like extravagant thing I'm looking forward to. But I'm also really looking forward to like trying to be more consistent about playing Frisbee golf this summer. I've already been out like maybe three, four times. Really? Already. And like, it's not as consistent as I want to be. And it's not even like, I feel like we played a lot last summer, at least in my memory or we, we played a decent we played amount, a decent bit. but like, I would love to at least go like once a week. I think that's kind of like my that's, goal. It's so embarrassing that you've played four times and I played zero considering I literally look, can see it. I can literally see a Frisbee golf yeah. course, a nice one yeah. from where I live now. Yeah. So you gotta get on that. <laughs> I think I'm intimidated by all of the like, elite looking players with their like bags that can hold yeah. 30 discs and i'm yeah. just out there with my like innova three set that i got yeah. from dick sporting goods yep uh. but you can still own with that you just gotta <laughs> yeah. practice can't, yeah you can't let other people bring you down <laughs> i suppose so there are always people out there just like at a hole and they just don't move and they're just like always throwing putters yep. in there yeah just honing their game yep. and blocking up the course for everybody else yeah <laughs> which is fun but yeah um but yeah i think like 
I would love to get because like I feel like I'm getting better, and like I had a good game the other day when we were out at UNC, but like my issue was like I like need to warm up first I think because mm-hmm. the first two three holes are rough and then it like kind of settles in, but like I I feel like I could get to the point where I'm like actually like playing good games and like it's really relaxing and it's free so like you can't be free and relaxing. <laughs> it is a good uh, pastime to yeah. have. I mean, you buy. You spend like what, maybe fifty bucks if you want good discs. Yeah, and then you've got a pastime that can inc- that can be fun and for like I don't know dozens of hours probably. Yeah. So yeah, and like you don't even have to buy it. Like you just go like dredge a lake or something. Like just yeah, go that's true. Free disc like it's super cheap, like free basically. <laughs> all you have to so, do is dredge a lake. Yeah, all you have to do is dredge a lake. It's easy. But like okay, so like. My friend Michael, who like works with me now at work, uh-huh. um, we he like loves to play frisbee golf, and like he was like, the first day when I was talking about, it, he's like, oh, I play frisbee golf, like I'm down to go like hang out or whatever and like play with you guys, and he's like really good, but he like, just is like chill and like oh like uh-huh. I, I, it's it's fine, I'm not like that good, but he's like really good, and so he doesn't have his discs because they're still in storage from like him moving here, and so. We're, like, out. He was going to borrow some of mine, and we're out, and there's, like, this just distance driver, like, lying on the ground that someone had, like, lost, and there was no phone number on it or anything. So he's, like, oh, I'll just, like, this will be mine now, and I'll just, like, use this disc solely or whatever. And the first day, he did, like, really good. I think he ended up at, like, plus three or something like that on the (laughs) course. And then we went again last week, and he got a negative one with just this one (laughs) distance driver. That's all he was using, and he, like, got under par or whatever. That's funny. And I was like, That's better than any of us have ever done. Like, the best I've done is, what, like, plus seven? Like, ridiculously high? So that was, like, simultaneously, like, awe-inspiring and also, like, really <laughs> like i have all these discs and i suck <laughs> and at this course that he's done like what twice yeah he just like gets under par and is so chill about it he's just like oh yeah like oh yeah yeah got it like cool we're good cool so so that's that's my aspiration is to get that good over the summer <laughs> wow well i but, think you're gonna have to go pretty consistently yeah. yeah all right well i think i i, pro- I probably should do that too mm-hmm. just because it is a, such a good easy pastime the only problem is that people either really are into frisbee golf or they have such a stigma against totally. it like there's no in between yeah, people people aren't either people aren't open to trying it they either have already tried it or they think oh that's so lame yeah there's not yeah it's weird how like there's no one who hasn't played frisbee golf or like doesn't hate it well the people who hate it haven't tried it right they just think that it's lame yeah which i guess like makes sense where it's so easy entry like people just either try it or they don't want to try it but it is true like you definitely are like stigmatized when you want to play frisbee yeah so you gotta gotta be careful who you like tell that to like oh i i I play frisbee golf yeah (laughs) it's almost like rolling the dice because you you, like told your new co-worker yeah and he's like oh sweet let's go play but if you if i had told my new co-worker or whatever it could be like don't hang out oh, with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Now I now he's like the frisbee golf guy yeah. who's like a weirdo. Yeah, totally. It is rolling the dice, so it's funny. But I don't know. It it it's nice. It's it's something that like is one of the few hobbies I feel like I could like get behind like doing by myself, like doing yeah. alone. Because like I'm such a social person and I like need to like do stuff with people and like I don't do it if there's not people doing it. But I think frisbee golf is one of the things that like I could go just by myself and like 
play a round of frisbee golf and like have a good time you know yeah i think because it's outside and it's like part of nature it yeah. seems less sad than like going bowling by yourself right yeah <laughs> or like i've thought about going to a movie by myself and i just like can't bring myself to do it i was like it's just not gonna be as fun mm. yeah so i get that but yeah so frisbee golf is another one um i've also really gotten into like putting up just hammocks and lying around which i don't know if that's like an activity because you just kind of lie there that's an activity putting up the hammock is the activity yeah so i've been really into that because like that little like park area by our house like in the middle of our neighborhood yes there's like a little it's really small park area but there's a lot of trees in our neighborhood and there's like six decent spots to put up hammock and they're like really shady and like there's nice views and it's so quiet because only old people live in my neighborhood. So like pretty consistently on my days off recently, I've been just like going out and like putting the hammock up and lying there for like three hours and just like, what do you do? Nap or watch TV or like YouTube videos or read stuff online. Just like super relaxing. Cause a lot of that stuff I might be doing anyway. Like I might be watching TV anyway, or, you know, doing research on something anyway, but like, it's way more relaxing when you're doing it in a hammock, like with birds chirping and like yeah. the wind blowing through the trees and stuff like that. So I'm excited to do more of that. I don't, I don't think I'm going to count it as like a summer activity. I I would count it. I'm, I, I have a fond memory. This, <laughs> okay. this reminds me of the summer 2020. So like COVID was still very much like a scary thing yeah. and we didn't know that much about it. Yeah. And, um, my favorite thing to do was to just like go outside and we had a hammock at my parents' house. And so I would go out there and listen to a podcast that was like a travel podcast. Uh They would have different people who had lived in that area, Uh just talk about all the fun things to do and things to eat and places to go in that area. Yeah. And I would just like binge listen to this podcast about all the places that we couldn't go. Yeah. And at the time and listen and lay in the hammock in the shade and listen to the birds chirp and feel the sunshine on my body and, that's like a good that's feeling. That's a peaceful memory. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a, it's a very peaceful memory at a not peaceful time yeah. in my life. Yeah. And in anyone's life, yeah. in everyone's life. And so I I know what you're saying. I yeah. get it. Okay, cool. Well, we'll count it then as a hobby. So I'm excited for that yeah. this summer to hammock and relax and take naps and eat food. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, what else? Anything else? Um, I mean... I last last summer was the first time that I ever water skied and we don't have to have a boat Ooh. to do it. I water skied off of a jet ski, like mm-hmm. a ski do. Uh-huh. And, um, I would love to water ski again. Okay. It took me a little bit to like get the hang of it, but I got the hang of it. I think pretty quick. And, uh, it was fun. Nice. <laughs> I've never done it. So I would be keen to try that. It for was sure. a good time. I, that's what I did for my birthday. Kind nice. of, kind of last year. And, um, I would love to like get more into that. It's kind of a expensive and hard to access hobby. Yeah. But, um, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. I would would love to try that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It, uh, it's like, see, I just talked about how like Frisbee golf is amazing. It's like so free and cheap and accessible, but like all the really fun hobbies are expensive. (laughs) Like, yeah, I would way rather be at like water skiing than Frisbee golfing, you know, like there's just a a kind of a difference in the like (laughs) level of excitement and fun you're having. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's true to an extent. I wonder how much of that is almost imposed because of the level of exclusivity. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, 
for some reason frisbee golf was more exclusive than water skiing yeah would we perceive it as more fun yeah that's a, a very existential question but some people i bet like like in parts of the country where much uh, much higher percentage of the population own boats yeah probably think that like inner tubing or water skiing or whatever is not as much fun as camping right. or uh i don't know mountain biking yeah. stuff that's kind of easy easier to access here than yeah. it would be in like florida because it's just on like when something's routine and like you have unlimited access to it it just like gets boring i guess yeah <clears throat> which makes sense like that's kind of how it is for anything so i don't know it just yeah it i think it'd just be nice to be rich you know that's kind of what i'm convinced like it'd just be nice to be able to kind of do whatever is your plan to be rich i would i would say a plan to be rich okay. i don't know like what the middle steps between here and being rich are, <laughs> but that's the end of the plan. Is we're getting in rich. the middle steps. Yeah. Just like being in America is yep. like it's towards true. the top. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if we get there. It's like here doing this podcast. Step one. Step two is like a question mark, and then step three is a question mark, and step four is a question mark. But step five is get rich and retire i think your problem lies in step one being this podcast is what's <laughs> gonna make you rich <laughs> well that's that's not like the first step that's just where i'm at right now oh and, okay like, i have to be doing this for like the next like hour you know so yeah. that's step one okay and then after that that's a good mindset two is, to like, have. get tacos or something <laughs> step two solved okay <laughs> now you see three four and then we'll be it get rich okay cool yeah <laughs> all right on that note thank you for listening to i heard on a podcast we've got new episodes on mondays and wednesdays and you can find them wherever you find your podcasts uh if you like our game plan for how to get rich quick <laughs> or uh fun summer fun activities and you know someone else who likes any of those things send this podcast to them uh as always you can reach us at i heard it at a pot i what is it i heard, <laughs> heard it, it on, on a podcast, podcast. <laughs> gosh you know what it is you've heard it before it's uh i heard on a podcast at gmail.com wow yeah, i was forgot what our podcast was called <laughs> like what's the email address <laughs> oof so rusty but we did it we're back baby yeah, yeah. yeah that, i think we just had to get through that